Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. It's Loud and Local, and I'm proud and happy and stoked to have at the heart of the world a Portland uh, two-piece back on the show. Uh, A lot of things happened during the first one. First off, I thought I lost the file forever. We, we, uh, there was a, a file corruption or something, and then I finally got it back. Had him on the show, and then the pandemic happened. But uh, I'm I'm stoked to have him back. So how how are you guys doing tonight? Pretty good overall. You yeah. know, not bad, not bad. Uh, so yeah, I guess um, to anyone who didn't hear the first show, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us what you do with art at the heart of the world? Well, it's a little different now. Uh, last oh. time we were on, I played guitar and did like some of the vocals and then me and Josh both like wrote and programmed since. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we've kind of switched and went all electronic. So I'm doing all the vocals and doing, and like writing some synths and stuff. And then Josh is doing most into all of the programming, mm-hmm. um, and writing a bunch of like the synth parts and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I, w- I was the main vocalist on our previous things. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, now I'm synth boy. Yeah. We just kind of switched it up a little bit. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. What was the uh, reasoning and, and kind of the impetus around like switching it up and going in this new direction with your um, just all electronic. Uh, well, I think like when we first started, we definitely between the two of us, I had a drum machine and a, like a cheap synth and Josh had the exact same cheap yeah. synth. <laughs> so like that was all we had to work with. Um, and then we just both got more into understanding synths. Josh can talk about that. He dived headfirst into modular, um, <laughs> and went overboard. And then, yeah, so we just like, it just kind of kept expanding and stuff. And then again, I'll let Josh tell, but like at one point he was like, Oh, he was just like, I've never played only an instrument, a band. Like, do you want to like do the vocals and like stuff? So when we get to play live again, he'll be playing most of the live instrumentation and I'll be doing vocals and adding little things in here and there, but yeah, just kind of like switch what we're doing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I'll let Josh tell you. Well, well <clears throat> yeah. So I guess like during the pandemic and whatnot, I spent, you know, you're, you're locked in your room or mm-hmm. your house or whatever, 24 hours a day. I was laid off work and whatnot. And like he just said, I had, accumulated a lot of synthesizers and a lot of things of that such. And 
I just started just writing songs mm-hmm. and just writing and writing and writing and writing and understanding and then being like, this piece fits here. Oh, this is how I can make this work in a live setting. And um, <clears throat> in a way that I, I don't know we could have done before. Mm-hmm. And uh, after once again, just being in isolation and just doing nothing but um, immersing myself in that world, I was like, we could do this live and we can do this like all electronic. Yeah. Um, and I, and I was, I, I've been singing in bands my 20 years. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was like, you know what? I, I, I enjoy this more than singing. Cool. And I love his voice and I love the lyrics that he writes. So I was like, why don't we just do a role reversal essentially, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, essentially, essentially just, uh, evolving is musicians and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, I'll say vocally for me too. Like this wouldn't have worked if we just started out and he was like, do all the vocals. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. well, on like the first EP, I did like some backup vocals and then like it kept getting more and more. And then we kind of like did like not half and half, but probably like 60, 40 vocals on the LP. So like, by the time this like was like, Hey, do you want to try this? I was like, Oh, okay. Like, I think I can pull this off. If it was out, out of the gate, I would have probably been like, nah, I don't know. I don't think that's going to work out, man. <laughs> like, You've trained up at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. So, and then we did like, we've done like two U S tours and yeah. then like three, like, like kind of like two week tours where I was doing a bunch of vocals too. Mm-hmm. So like other outside of that, I don't think I would have been, prepared so vocally so are you going to handle the the majority of the vocals live then now from now moving on dan daniel yeah like the the new ep is all like i did all the vocals on it mm-hmm. and then there's one song where we, we reworked like an old like a song off the lp for it the ep and then kind of like changed it around and i like kind of changed some of the lyrics and added some um so yeah and then we've talked about there's like a few other songs at some point we're going to go back in and just kind of like reinvent and like do like an MK two version for, and so we can like play some of them live, but we won't be like playing the old songs in those capacities anymore. Even if we like do play them, they're like going to be like a new version of it. Yeah. We're, I mean, I like, I wouldn't say we're like a totally new band, but we kind of pseudo are. Yeah. Like, um, it's cool that you guys are playing around with it and, and, and just figuring out like a new way to do it. Even though it's just two people, you guys are switching roles and, you know, experimenting during this time when, you know, you have all the time to do it. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, last year I spoke with, um, Brett from the band Paul bearer and he, he got during the current quarantine, he got into modular synth and he was, exp- I don't really know that world of, uh, I've, I've watched videos on it. I, I don't have that equipment, but it looks really cool. My friend Greg has, cool. <laughs> uh, a, a modular synth and he equipment and, and I just watch videos of him doing it. Um, how many hours do you spend just toying around with it? And, and, and how, uh, I guess, yeah. What, what's, uh, what was your foray into it and and uh you know how how long do you spend kind of tweaking with it and stuff um uh, well i guess it was one of those things what i really like 
I made a conscious decision years ago that I was like, I'm going to learn synthesizers in and out. Yeah. And modular was, you know, that that's essentially the Mount Everest, <laughs> you know, synthesizers. And I just, I honestly, I just started watching videos yeah. like mind numbingly boring videos. Like they'd be like, this is three hours long. I'm just being like, this is what CV is, or this is what, uh, you know, an envelope generator does when yeah. it's not, you know, inside of a synthesizer. And I, I just, I just absolutely gave myself to it. It looks and really it, intense, but like really cool. Yeah. Cool, it is. A it cool is. book that we both have too. I think you have, uh, it's called patch and tweak. Patch and tweak. Mm. Uh, it kind of reads borderline like a textbook manual within like a few famous like synth artists explaining okay. what it does. But like, if you really want to get really nerdy and like, like Josh was like, if you want to know exactly how an oscillator functions or exactly yeah. like what, like a filter does, it's, it's cool. Uh, nice. yeah, it, also like a good way to think about modular to make it, I guess, a little less, uh, just, you know, monolithic in a sense mm -hmm. <laughs> is um just thinking of, of modular as if you look at a synthesizer each module is breaking down each aspect of what a synthesizer does okay so instead of just being like here's a synth it has oscillator one oscillator two it has filters it has an envelope generator yada 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 modular is you just making an absolutely custom synthesizer that's awesome so and you can then, really uh, route it the way you want it Absolutely. Like modulation yeah. is the name of the game, mm -hmm. you know, like then you, there, there's just no limit. And that's, that's the, the biggest draw to me with modular was that, you know, we, like Danny said, we, we've been playing in bands forever and like, and especially just, you know, guitar bass, drum bass and bass uh, bands. And when I really, really delved into modular, I was like, there is no limit to this. Yeah that there's absolutely no limit. It's, it's an infinite instrument, you know, but yeah, that was, that was the biggest appeal for sure. When, uh, when you get started on it, do you ever like, you know, play with it for a while, test around with it for a while, tweak around with it and then like realize, Oh, four hours have gone by. That is literally every day of my life. <laughs> I tell him that I'm, I'm like, I'm like, dude, uh, I was going to like work on like, I, I probably have albums worth of stuff for us, nice. but I have to be real. I, I record everything that I do, but it'll straight up be like, I'm going to pull the scariest thing. is when I pull all the patches out of everything. And then I look at it and like, well, what next? And then it literally turns into like, I'm just want to try this one experiment. Yeah. And then it turns into like, Oh my God, I haven't eaten today. And it's been like eight hours. Like, I, like this is insane. Yeah. It, it, yeah. You go down incredible rabbit holes and we, uh, we write songs fairly frequently at this point, kind of because of that, mm -hmm. because it's just, it's just, it's opened up a new world. A whole new world. That's so awesome. I'm not even in the, the modular rabbit hole that he is, but we're like sitting in my apartment right now. And I have like five or six cents right next to us, nice. but like not modular. And even like, I will like my girlfriend will get home from work and I'll be like, oh, I, I like didn't eat all day. She'll be like, <laughs> How long have you been doing this? I'll be like, I don't know. When did you leave? Like, so <laughs> like, yeah, like any, yeah, it happens a lot. It's, it's very easy to delve into that. Absolutely. <laughs> like it's, it's, it, you know, you'll, you'll patch something that you didn't think about. Just plug one cable into one 
one thing and you're like, this changed everything. And now I got to go from here. And you start just turning one thing and plugging another thing in. It's just, it's amazing. It really is like a, a, like, like a cathartic thing. And it's also like, you know, it takes you to kind of a different dimension in your brain. Thanks, Brian Eno. Look what you've done to these guys. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, uh, that, now that, uh, you know, last time I talked to you, you guys had a pretty stripped down approach to tour, you know, but you guys said that, you know, you were very loud, but you, you know, you only had, you know, limited gear on tour. Is it going to be easy to replicate this new, um, you know, kind of direction you guys are going live. So in theory, yes, we have it worked out in our practice space. So yes, like, Technically we'll have le- even less gear, but oh, it's much, just much actually, it's just different stuff mm-hmm. now. Um, and like the new EP and then the new stuff we've been working on too. It's like, gotta say like, it's the same vibe. Like yeah. it's going to still be like a loud and abrasive, but then there's like catchy parts too. And I think sure. that'll still come across. It's just a different vein. It's, it's definitely, that. it's, it's, it's electronic. Like it's, it's full on electronic. It, it's, I, I would say it's heavy without being metal Yeah. at this point. Um, uh, it's, uh, it's saying it's stripped down is inaccurate. <laughs> I would say it's probably more complex yeah. in a lot of ways, but just the approach will be more stripped down. Like nice. before we were wheeling in massive cabinets and things like that. And now it's a lot more just like, well, here's our, it, like, three suitcases and that's it cool wheeling in and that's essentially would essentially would be it you know? yeah uh so i saw that the album is now on down star is that glory kid yeah andy that owns the label has just been contemplating changing the name for a while okay. so it's it's the same label he just kind of like thought, changed yeah. it up um the rebrand so yeah, yeah pre- pretty much yeah nice Cool, man. Well, we're actually going to go into a couple songs here. We're going to go into uh, actually, which two would you like to start with? Go for it. Let's start with multiply the stillness. Okay. Well, well, let's just start with one. We'll go into multiply the stillness and we'll be back with more from at the heart of the world here on loud and local stay home sessions.
here on loud and local stay home sessions. That was at the heart of the world, Josh green, Daniel Porter, their project. And they have a new album, sorrow uncoils. It's available now on down star new EP. You can pick it up. Uh, but Josh, we were just talking, um, off the air. He just did synths on the new Matt Pike solo project. Uh, that's awesome. How did you get, uh, how did you get in touch with Matt or how did he get in touch with you? Are you guys friends? Uh, yeah, oddly enough, we are. Um, we have a lot of mutual friends. My roommate actually plays drums on said solo record. That's awesome. And, uh, the drummer in my old band, um, played drums in high and fire for like a hot second. Very cool. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we just, we just kind of been like casual buddies and whatnot. And, uh, he mentioned that he was doing the solo record and he came over one night and we had a little bit of fun and, playing on my modular stuff. And he was like, Hey dude, I want this like on my, my record. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> like if this is an invitation to like record with you 100%. Like, that was weird too. Because I lived with, at, with Josh too. Yeah. We were roommates <laughs> and I was like sitting in my room and him and Matt just came in. And I don't remember what the situation was, we were on acid. but like, I, I like showed Josh was like, show Matt that thing that we're working on. I was like, it's like four notes. And like somehow Matt Pike ended up playing one of my guitars and like I was recording and I had like no idea what was going on. And it's like, <laughs> so hilarious. And, like and it's, I've met Matt a bunch of times. So he's just sure. like, he's just Matt now. When I see him like, Oh, Hey, what's up, man. But then like at a point I was like, why is Matt Pike in my room playing my guitar yeah. and I'm recording it right now? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a really it was, bizarre it was, situation. It was odd as hell for sure. If you're, uh, if you're tuning in, you don't know who Matt Pike is. First off, do some homework. He is the guitarist for sleep. <laughs> He's a guitarist for high on fire. Uh, asbestos death going all the way back. Uh, I, forgot, I forgot about that until you said that, <laughs> that Matt was in your, your and I was just like, yeah, yeah, you, him, and John just came down. It was like, the door, and like, you were like, "Hey, let Matt play on that thing." And I was like, I, I was like watching like reality television because like it was like during the pandemic, and I was like, yep. "What the f- is going on?" Yeah. Sorry if we can't cuss. No, but, uh, yeah, we'll we'll bleep it out. We'll bleep it out. I, yeah, but yeah, um, then um, uh, yeah, then he was just uh, I, I was like, yeah, sure, I'll play on your solo record if that ever happens, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, he was like, Hey dude, we got the studio booked and you're recording with Billy Anderson. And I was like, Oh, well I'm double in. Yeah. <laughs> now, you know, and, uh, it was really fun. Uh, I, I brought a bunch of gear and I didn't bring any module stuff because I knew that that would be a rabbit hole that no one would ever get anything done with. Yeah. So I was like, I'll bring a couple cents in that are manageable that we could get any sound that you want and not have to, rip billy's hair out you know sure sure, sure. this work but um yeah it was a overall incredible experience just like you know at the end of the day it's like yeah matt pike legend and i'm like yeah. sitting there jamming with him doing stupid synth. it was really cool <laughs> so this album that we're playing songs from sorrow uncoils did you guys record this during the pandemic we did yeah we actually did everything on it like like we both like all we uh use real words here <laughs> like we wrote everything and then we like recorded everything we eq'd everything um and then like how josh was saying he watched goes down rabbit holes of like modular stuff i went down rabbit holes of 
how to mix and master things. Wow. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah, we did everything ourselves. Um, partly cause like we wanted to, and then also partly cause like we could just email when I moved out of his place, we could just mm-hmm. easily email ideas back and forth <laughs> to exactly. each other. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we did everything ourselves. Wow. And, and, and you learned all the programs to do it and, or did you already have that knowledge? Uh, so we both already use logic yeah. to record okay. stuff. Um, and that's kind of like a built-in thing. We were actually talking about this recently. Cause like going forward recording, like it's in electronic music, it, you kind of have to like have a baseline knowledge of recording sure. and mixing and EQing just to even write songs. Mm-hmm. So like, we just decided to like, take it further and like find out more like the details of like how to do things. Um, I will say Derek Moore that lives in Seattle um, that we recorded the LP and stuff with. I definitely text him multiple times to to get some knowledge. So I was shout out to Derek because he definitely freely gives me any uh, answers, any questions I need. But um, yeah, so we're just like working on, getting better at that end too. Cause it's like kind of a necessity Absolutely. for electronic music to just come at it from all facets kind of thing. It, cool. it, it, it's definitely different than recording like acoustic instruments and mm-hmm. whatnot, just because the level of frequencies you're dealing with. So I mean, you, there, there's definitely been a lot more deep diving than I think we would yeah. typically be doing, you know, to like figure things out. But uh, I, I just, you know, like, yeah, like uh, we're we're not using a laptop live either, so it's like really like the only recording that we have to like figure out is yeah, even, in the studio. Yeah, even even live, we'll still be using like hardware synths mm. um, and samplers, but they're still fall into that. Um, so like everything will still be done live between the two of us that you hear, um, kind of thing. So we just want to. I don't know. It just. I don't want to be a band that has a laptop and just hits a space bar. Sure. Like I, I like some bands that do that. For so sure. I'm not, I'm not like, knocking it. I'm all. not knocking that. I just, we just personally don't want to be that bad. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just, I'm just not good at it. <laughs> I'm not good at like mapping the, the laptop to the hardware. It's just easier for me to do the other way. The harder way. There's bands like, you know, electronic groups can do that. But then there's also bands like, like Meshuga who does that because their light show is entirely like set to the grid and they have it all, you know what I mean? Like, so there's like, so there's so many metal bands that probably have everything set on a laptop because it's all on a grid and it's all, I don't know. It's, it's complex stuff, but um, I think they use amps, right? I think, I think it's, it's all, all direct digital. effects. Yeah. yeah. Like it's all digital. I've never yeah. seen them, but I, I would willing to wage money at <laughs> this day and age with what they sound and how their intricacy and watching videos. Yeah. I, I, I bet that's all midied out to everything. Absolutely. And they basically show up with guitars and, yeah. and like, I'm and just plug sure. into something. So like yeah. I would, I would, I would wager that. <laughs> So the last time I spoke with you guys uh, for the first interview, you guys gave me a plethora of artists that you were listening to. I know you guys are huge music lovers. Uh, just give me a couple names. What have you guys been listening to lately? Josh. All right. All right. Um, so I've actually uh, recently, the, there's a few newer artists that uh, I, I, I think are really rad. Um, there's also a bunch of old artists that sure. I think just kind of like fell to just like the lost in time or whatnot. Yeah. Um, this band that I love, um, named Seal Wolf, 
um, they are from like, I think their first album came out like 92. Okay. And it's just like super harsh industrial. Is that that German band? Yeah. 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 And like, um, they're on like, they're like on the same level or excuse me, label as like Mersbau. Okay. Not, like, I think that the same person that discovered Mersbau discovered them. And it's just really like, let me see here. Uh, it's just amazing. Like, um, it's all, I think it's mainly sample based. So they're like sampled like neurosis and like, like death metal bands and stuff like that. And then like spice in like crazy stuff, but still being like punishingly just like industrial yeah. <laughs> for a lack of a better word. But, um, they're, they're really, really, really awesome. I, I highly recommend checking out their whole catalog. Cool. Um, yeah. Um, the new qual records rad. I really like that. Okay. Um, it's the, uh, it's one of the members from, uh, Lebanon to uh, Lebanon Hanover. Yeah. Yeah. They're cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, that new qual record's awesome. Um, I finally remember everything. listening to that the other day. It's good. It's good. I I've personally been on this weird kick. I've literally been listening to candle mash, Judas priest and uh cathedral. Nice. But, like also mixed in with mob deep and clips and like, okay. so it's a weird, I, I don't know. That's what I've been like listening to this, this past week. Yeah. So. Oh, the new alter rage, the new alter rage record is amazing too. Yeah. Right on, man. Oh, that's a good mix of things. Uh, are you guys planning, uh, you know, so I'm, uh, I just bought ticket to Maryland death festival. Uh, I've never gone to that before. Uh, so I was like, you know what? I've waited a year and it's a couple months. I'm going to go to something 2022, of course. And I'm like, you know, planning just something, something to do. Cause you know, we've been locked up and cooped up inside. Do you guys have any uh, plans for, you know, adventures once we've all been vaccinated and we can leave the house and, are you guys going to go on vacation at all or go on tour? Tour. Yeah. I mean, we've like, we've, we've loosely started talking about like a time frame of when we should like book a tour. I mean, Mm -hmm. for us, I think we definitely probably said like, not till like beginning of 2022. Cool. Yeah. Um, for logistical purposes and like, we don't want to jump the gun on anything too. Sure. Um, other than that, I mean, my girlfriend's sister lives in San Diego and she wants me to go meet her. So yeah. I mean, like, I, I might, that. I might go do that. Like, yeah. but that's not even till like end of October, beginning of November. So, yeah. um, I don't know. I like, I work with the public, so mm-hmm. I've been pretty like not going anywhere. Like there was, there was like months on end where Josh was the only person I saw <laughs> like it was like outside of work. Same. And that's like, cause like we were already roommates. So mm-hmm. at the time, so I was like, well, okay. I realized right now I'm pointing to him like this video that me and we're looking at is, 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 is going to be playing. So like, it's not a visual medium. Right now, now I just feel dumb. <laughs> so dumber, I guess that would be, <laughs> I'm going to go see uh new order and pet shop boys. Uh, I think in October too, actually they rescheduled that show. Nice. And it's actually happening. So that's the only thing I'm doing. That's not inside of Portland. <laughs> oh man. So the first show, I, me and one of my coworkers, like big Frida's playing here. I think okay. it's oh, rad that, yeah, we so I was that. just like, I go yo, if that actually happens, let's go to big free. Yeah. You got to drop it. You guys got to twerk. I have to tell you this. I went, I was talking to my coworker at least for like an hour about, 
do you think I could get big Frida's contact to <laughs> get her to feature on the world song? That'd be pretty hard, dude. So if anyone has big Frida's contact information, let us do a remix of your song. Please hit, hit us up. That might be an expensive feature, but totally worth yeah. it. I mean, like, yeah, it would be. Yeah. Even, even a remix. Like I said, even let us remix one of your songs. I would die happy. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, uh, with that in mind, um, what would the bucket list of remixes would you guys like to do? Like if there was like a few different bands or artists other than big Frida that you would like, love that to remix. We could remix one of their songs or they could remix one of our songs. Let's go with each, uh, one yeah. that you would like to remix. And then one that, uh, you know, for them to remix you. I'll say off the top of my head, like to remix one of ours, I would say tricky. That'd be awesome. That would be rad. Alec empire would be rad. Like I realized like, is he from Atari teenage riot? Yes. Yeah, thank you. I was about to say, I realized me, Josh, and like three other people apparently like Atari teenage riot, <laughs> but like I would be stoked and I don't care about it. I knew else. the name. I just know yeah. Atari teenage riot. I just didn't so I'd say yeah, like tricky Alec empire. Um, Kevin Key from Skinny Puppy cool. would probably be up there. Um, yeah, there, I mean, was, we could just throw Trent Reznor out there too. I mean, Trent Reznor <laughs> would be cool too. Like, yeah. Um, I mean, if we're really going bucket list. It's like, yeah. I mean, if we're going down that, I would say I would say Saul Williams would be cool too. Because oh, like yeah. he did remixes of like Nine Inch Nail stuff, and then like Trent Reznor produced that one Saul Williams record. Um, sure. That would be cool too. Yeah. Basically, I like outside of like Kevin. What Scott Storch? Hip hop Scott Storch did all those Lil Wayne records. I don't know. No, oh. right. <laughs> I, I was mean, like, wait, I, I love Lil Wayne, so that would actually be yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> also, I'll throw Jimmy Jam out there. I mean, oh, if, we're, Jimmy ta Jam. if yeah. we're talking about impossible things, Jimmy Jam. Yeah, <laughs> like, Jimmy Jam is like one of my icons. So, like, I that would be amazing. Like, nice. <laughs> and and um, how about uh, for who would you guys like to? remix uh this is really random but uh, like charlie xcx uh mm, yeah one of, her, one of her songs she put out on her last record one i really like her and i saw her i guess it was 2019 now because you know pandemic yeah but that was the best show i saw all the, a year and it was the most energetic and fun of all genres of show anyway she put out stems of one of her tracks last year and cool. me and derek that i was talking about like both did like our own remix of her just sending them back and forth because she like put them out to do that so like that'd be cool also if she wants to like feature one of our songs yeah that'd be cool <laughs> too yeah just putting it out there right uh i i guess like I know any killing joke, anything mm. <laughs> I could do any killing joke song. They allowed it. I would, I would die happy. Okay. <laughs> sure. Trying to think of anything in particular, Ma mainly, uh, right on a thousand sons, like anything off of right on a thousand sons killing joke era. Uh, that I listened to that record that. day after I sent you that K 93, one of my favorite records of all time. Side yeah. note. A, a new EP came out that it's uh, Jax Coleman yeah. doing vocals and uh, Peter Hook did an EP together called like K93 or something that I somehow missed in March. Like K equation mark. Yeah. Huh. It's cool. It's pretty like somber. Okay. It's like just three or four songs, but it's cool. It's really cool. It's really cool. So for anyone that's not watching right now, I'm have a question 
why is there a bunch of scissors behind you? Okay. So (laughs) yeah. So let me give you, this is, this is my girlfriend's painting and corner. And then on this side is my, you know, the scents and like stuff corner. So we just kind of like the office. Yeah. It's our office. Yeah. Very cool. I think it's technically a dining room, but you know, we're Americans, so we eat dinner on the couch in front of the there, TV. Yes, exactly. Nice. Okay. Well, um, all right. Well, we're going to go into a couple more songs here. Um, but uh, just to kind of wrap this up, uh, just, of course, I want to mention again, Sorrow Uncoils is available now on Downstar at the Heart of the World um, is the name of the group. And what's the best way to support you guys now uh, during this time that we can't um, – you know, see you guys live, buy a t-shirt and buy the album from your merch table. What's the best way to support you? So everything's up on Bandcamp. Um, the new EP is like we pressed on cassette. Um, that's available. It's streaming there. Uh, we, all our other releases that we aren't sold out are on there. Um, the death wish E store has Saw all that. our, all our, um, music. And I think they have a few shirts like up for sale too. Yeah. Um, so that'd be like the most direct way, but then everything's also streaming on Spotify and Apple music and like every major, um, kind of thing. And then we, we have like every social media platform yeah. available under the sun, like everyone else. So <laughs> right on. All right. Well, any final words before we jump into uh, pain demands attention and reflect reveal any final words? Uh, read Dune. Okay. Read Dune. If you never read Dune, read Dune. I haven't. I'm actually, you know what, to be honest, uh, that's a good, good thing to say because, um, I've actually never really jumped, ju- uh, dive, jumped, jump, jump, jumped, it's a jump, jump, it's a jump. jump. Okay. I've never jumped into, uh, sci-fi, uh, the entire genre. I've just, I've been more of just a nonfiction guy, uh, yeah. my whole entire life. And, uh, recently I was like, you know what? I remember I used to have, um, a, uh, you know, sense of uh, creativity and wonderment as a child. I would like to like, like we all did, uh, you know, go back into that, you know? Uh, so let's try some sci-fi. So my roommate, uh, Sorry, gave me some, that- he gave me some suggestions and Dune <laughs> is at the top, but I'm working my way to that. Absolutely. And Dune, it, you know, there's, there's six books and Dune one, like the, the quintessential Dune mm-hmm. is really just kind of like the surface scratch it. Like it's it, after Dune one, it's actually the most insane series you've ever read. Like truly, truly, truly insane. Uh, yeah. It's, it's hard to read, but go for it. <laughs> I got to get to this. I'll also say that real quick, a couple months ago, I decided that I was watching way too much TV and I hate movies and TV now because that's all I've been doing outside of going to work. Um, so I got a library card and now nice. The library is awesome. I felt like a six-year-old because I've literally talked to all my clients about at the library about the books I'm getting. They also have a ton of graphic novels that I've been getting mm-hmm. out and like, and like I've just been getting sci-fi books because I apparently I've been like in a sci-fi rabbit hole as oh, well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, check out, check out the library. It's rad. And, and also if you, did, did you know that you can get um, book on, 
uh, podcast versions from from the from the library. You yeah, can sign they have like up. a they have an app like called yeah. Libby, like download. Yeah, so cool. That's I've literally so been cool. talking about the library so much. Like I was just <laughs> like like my girlfriend. Like when I kept talking about it, I think she literally looked at me one day and went, "I know how the library works." And I was like, <laughs> "I'm just saying, it's cool." <laughs> so. Man, we're talking library and modular synth. Yeah. True nerd on this one, man. It's hell. I love it. Honestly, right. yeah. Like I'm just finishing up Swamp Thing. Like they had like all of Alan Moore's Swamp Thing and hardback cover editions. Great. I'm like a walking endorsement for the Multnomah County Library. Yeah. I'm sure the King County Library is wonderful too, though. <laughs> hey, there was a band in Seattle called Blood Hag who was sponsored play, by the I library. With them before. Yeah, they were like sponsored by the library because all their songs were about sci-fi and and like uh and fantasy authors and stuff. They're they like a literate grindcore band. Yep. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah. Oh, so there's also um, like Andrew, by. Andrew Gomez. Yeah, I love it so much. Um, that does the label. Like mm -hmm. he also owns Swarm Print, like a screening print, screen printing shop. Um, but he does illustrations. He did this like little uh, drawing for this like fantasy book online called Tome. Um, mm -hmm. And then he asked me to like sync up some music. So I write, wrote this little like fantasy, like synth background piece to a synth bookstore, like advertisement. Too. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm really done talking about books, the library and stuff now. Word. <laughs> if this was a podcast, like if this was, if this wasn't just labeled as the art at the heart of the world interview, the, the sub headline is, Modular synth and library in, in, in industrial. Yeah. My, yeah <laughs> modular synths and library man. cards. <laughs> All right. We got uh to pain demands attention, reflect, reveal. This is at the heart of the world on loud and local stay home sessions.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.